This is Rising Up with Sonali, and I'm your host, Sonali Kolhatkar. You can watch this program on Free Speech TV and listen to it on community and independent radio stations nationwide. Immigrants are rarely portrayed in Hollywood film or television projects, except as caricatures or stereotypes. The human cost of our harsh immigration policies is not a common film trope in spite of the harm that countless people face. To remedy that, the Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights in LA, or CHIRLA, has backed the production of a new film, directed, written, and produced by Anike Tours, called America's Family. Tours also stars in the film. And joining me now to tell us all about it is Angelica Salas, the executive director of CHIRLA. Welcome to the program. Uh, so wonderful to be here with you, Sonali. Tell me about this film. Uh, we'll watch the trailer in just a moment. It's not a documentary, it's a feature film. What was the impetus for this film? Well, uh, Chirla has been using film for many years in order to do community education, to really um, tell the stories of our community, but also to educate them about their rights. Many of our members of our community aren't necessarily um, literate in a sense that they can read their rights on paper. And so we found that film was one of the best ways to actually advance that goal. But in addition to that, we partnered with Anika Tours for, for over 20 years um, to create short films. And so this film is our first feature length film. And this feature length film is really um, dedicated to all the immigrant families who have been separated um, by our harsh immigration systems. And I wouldn't even call it harsh, cruel immigration system. Um, and really, it was created in order for us to tell our story from our perspective, from an immigrant lens, and also from an immigrant rights organization to really um, express what's happening to our families every day. And so the, the um, stories that are told in this docudrama is actually, um, are actually based on real life stories that we have experienced as part of Cherla. So it's a family. America's family is the title of the film. And of course, it focuses on a family. Um, tell me, give me a, a brief outline of the plot of the film, of course, without giving too much away. Uh, I understand that it's a mixed status family, which is, of course, so common in immigrant communities. So this, this story is a story of a family, which is a mixed status family. So it's about a family made up of individuals who are undocumented, who are citizens, um, who are also on temporary uh, protected status. And really what it is, it really tells the story of why people migrate to the United States, how um, our families and individuals within those families get caught up in the immigration system towards deportation, and how difficult it is to really um, get out of that labyrinth of the immigration system. Um, and that many times, even though you might have access to attorneys or at least to access to some level of justice, the, the system is incredibly, incredibly rigid and incredibly cruel. So it tells the story of what happens when a family is actually impacted by deportation, by detention. And really the most beautiful thing about this story is about how this family unites in order to fight back against the system and to really fight back for their rights, which is really what we do at Cheerlet each and every day. So let's actually watch the trailer for the film America's Family, and then we will give you a sense of where and how you can watch it.
You failed to show up for a court hearing due to an underage driving charge. The judge ordered you to leave the country. Those charges were dropped. I won't call my family. My wife has been arrested. She's not a criminal. It's my fault. No, I opened the door for La Migra. Marcel Diaz, it's your hands. Okay, turn. Vamos a sacarte aquí, mamá. Lo prometo. Freedom is buried in me, and it's calling out. Yo voy a regresar a la casa. Y tu hermano puede enviarte de regreso a Los Ángeles. Es posible que estés registrado en tu pueblo. Señor de Los Ángeles. I'm not an immigration attorney. You won't be the first lawyer to learn on the job. He's not going back. I understand this is personal for you. You'll be strong. Fight. Right now, on what we've got, me, I'm it. Can you please try to make this work? Mom has a real case, and you're turning it into a circus. I have just as much of a right to help my mother as you do. And we have the most important thing that keeps families together, and that's love. And that is America's Family uh, trailer for the new film by Anike Tours. Uh, she actually stars as the mother who, for our TV audience, you might have uh, caught a glimpse of her. Uh, and joining me is Angelica Salas, executive director of the Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights in L.A., Cherla has backed production of the film. Tell me about the journey to make this film. There was a lot of fundraising involved. This seems to be really a product of, of a community. Well, I think our whole community rallied together, individual donors, um, and, and really just said, we want to tell our story um, and we want to tell it right. Um, many times what we see in film are stories with very... Uh, uh, what I would call fairy tale endings, which aren't necessarily what's happening right now in our immigration system, but it also portrays us as, as weak. And we wanted to really show uh, the power that we have as a community um, and, and the resilience that we have. But we also do not want to shy away from how this system is tearing our families apart. The other thing that was really important for us to talk about were the deported. Um, often the individuals, the millions of people, who have been deported from this country become invisible. Um, once they're deported, nobody ever talks about them again. So we wanna really lift up the story of our deported individuals and family members um, who then are really um, put out into their home countries. And so this uh, film is what tells the story of what happens when you're deported and how you have to reconnect with family 
in, in another country. And so we are transnational immigrant families. And so we wanted to really lift that up as well. But most importantly, um, what you will see in this film are a lot of our members who are the extras. Uh, so many people put love into this film, put a lot of sweat equity into this film. And so when we were able to finally premiere it, it was so beautiful to see our members filling um, the theater, a huge theater filled with our members and with everybody who actually had a little part in actually getting this done. And I think that's what makes us the most proud of this film. It's, it's taken us over four years to finally complete, but almost 20 years in the making in terms of producing short films over these years and then finally doing our feature length film. How important is it, Angelica, to have these stories on the big screen? You and I live in Southern California, the home of Hollywood. And over and over, year after year, we see, as per the UCLA Hollywood Diversity Report, the representation of, in, in particular, Latinos, and who, of course, are a big part of our immigrant communities, is on screen is terrible. The representation is just so, so poor. So how important is it to share these stories on the big screen? What role does it play in changing policy? Well, first and foremost, what we noticed is that um, the stories of immigrants are rarely told by immigrants. And so that was the first thing we wanted to do. We wanted an immigrant story told by, an Im by immigrants themselves. Almost everybody who is part of this film is, has um, an immigrant background. Anika Tours is an African-American woman uh, who partnered with us over all these years to really tell our story. And what I really feel that is so important about this film is that um, when we show it, immigrants really feel validated. You know, we have shown it in private screenings um, over a course almost of a year in, in its different, you know, I would say iterations over in, in, before, you know, sort of the final edits. And every time we have shown it um, in the audience, people stand up and, and, and they just really are so thankful. And they say, that's my story. That's the story of my family. You just captured it in a, in a very um, uplifting but respectful way, but also you captured um, the pain that we have all gone through. And that means so much to us when we're validated time and time again by the people who are seeing it and who feel through the film a level of courage to share what has happened to them. Um, one of the actresses of, of the films of the film actually was also um, herself um, uh, impacted by immigration and wasn't actually going through the entire film process that she said she was finally able after years and years to tell the story of how her mother was also deported. Wow. So when we think about how a film like this gets made, it's not easy, takes a lot of money. Uh, but of course, once it's made, the next step is getting it in front of audiences. So you mentioned there have been community screenings, but America as a whole needs to see a film like this, right? Because it's been decades since we had comprehensive immigration reform of any kind passed legislatively, you know, short of executive actions, which have been litigated and there's been two steps forward, three steps back. So how to, how, what is the plan to get this film in front of big audiences? Well, first of all, um, we saw, we see this film as a tool towards our policy and advocacy goal, which is to change our immigration laws um, so that they are more just and more humane and that they keep our families together. 
That is its purpose, but it's also its purpose is to connect with a broader American audience to really show them what's happening to families and to really connect them to their own families, um, their own vision of their lives and how, uh, um, how we, by, by changing our laws, we can actually, um, you know, just live as a collective in, in a much more uh, unified and I would just say dignified way. Um, so um, the first thing I want to tell you is we're so excited um, that this week um, we found out that when we were selected to a film festival, Dances with Films, but not, not only that, you know, we showed the film, it, we had its world premiere, but we won the grand jury and the audience uh, prizes at the uh, Dances with Films Festival. Now, the next thing is um, to connect it to distribution. We want this to be seen widely. And so um, right now we're um, sort of in the uh, film festival circuit. And our hope is that um, we will be able to connect with um, community distributors, somebody who aligns with our values of community to actually redistribute it to as many um, uh, audiences as possible. The one thing that is very important about this film is it also has a community education component to it. So in addition to obviously having the film, um, we have produced a whole series of um, community education um, products to connect it to the film so that people can have conversations and discussions about the content of the film. So that's still our purpose, um, but we just feel that the, a feature length film, um, a story, a, a storytelling really connects people with each other, connects um, lives with lives. And our hope is that it will help us again, lift up the stories of immigrant families in this country, but also lift the stories of the deported. So when we change our laws, we, we, um, we really strive to bring our families together again and make them whole. Angelica, you are an, a longtime advocate for uh, fair and compassionate immigration policies. Let me close by asking you whether there's been a difference that you've seen other than rhetorical, on immigration policies since President Joe Biden took office. Obviously, we are, do not live in the age of Trump anymore. So that does make a big difference. Just the atmosphere of the country feels different. But on a practical level, are immigration policies fairer under Biden? Um, there's more discretion under Biden, for sure. Um, and we have seen that maybe case by case, where certain families haven't been um, deported or separated in, in the mass scale that we saw previously and previously to Trump and also during Obama. Um, however, our immigration system has still not changed. And part of what happens is that um, we really have a failed Congress. And so what we have is a situation in which we keep passing legislation out of the House of Representatives um, that's majority controlled by um, the House of Rep you know, by Democrats in the House of Representatives. Um, but then when you get to the Senate, this 50-50 and a Joe Manchin and Cinema get, has gotten in the way of immigration just in the same way um, that has gotten um, in, uh, in the middle of you know, reproductive rights. It's gotten in, in the middle of gun, you know, of gun control. It's, it's really become the barrier and we have to change that. We have to change the politics that currently exist. We also have to demand, I, my perspective, more from President Biden and also Vice President Kamala Harris to also use their executive powers in whatever way possible. And, and I know that um, there's a lot of fear of having Republican states then sue 
um, the president as he takes maybe more progressive and positive action. But I just feel like, you know, Trump was not held back by the courts. He attacked us at every single moment that he could. I think President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris need to use the executive office to protect us in every which way. And then we fight that in court, but we gotta protect our families. We, uh, we have too many separated families. And so my perspective is whether in the House of Representatives or in the Senate or in the White House, each of these representatives who state that they are with us, who believe in the unity of family, who believe our immigration system is broken and who say this what, you know, thousands of times over every time that they wanna talk about immigration, then they have to use every um, element of their power to protect us. That's the way I, I, I believe it. And if they're not using the whole of their power um, in order to advance justice in this country for immigrants, um, then that they're not fully doing their job. So while I recognize that the situation is very different under President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, they still have not fulfilled everything in their power to actually protect our families. And especially, I wanna say, at our border, we have to lift Title 42, which is a, you know, just an excuse to um, not provide refuge for asylum seekers. And we also um, have to just stop deportations in general because that's what's tearing our families apart. Give out a website, Angelica, both for Chirla as well as for the film America's Family that we've been discussing so people can uh, pay attention and see where they might be able to watch it once it's out in theaters. Sure. Um, so you can reach uh, Chirla at www.chirla.org, and then you can find out all about our different programming, including America's Family. But you can go to America's Family website, which is americasfamilymovie.com. Um, and so um, you can go there, and then you, it also provides you opportunities on the website uh, to get involved. Anelika, good luck to you with the film and all the work you do. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no, thank you, Sonali. And, and thank you for everything you do for our community, too. My guest has been Angelica Salas. She is the executive director of the Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights in L.A. I'm Sonali Kolhatkar. You can access this and other interviews on our website, risingupwithsonali.com, by becoming a subscriber. Find our audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RU with Sonali.